Hey guys, welcome to the first guide to creating your fellowship. I'm going to give you encouragement and tools to building relationships within the kingdom of God. In this episode, I'm going to give you three reasons why building a fellowship is crucial to your walk as a believer. I really believe that these next five minutes could change your life. Yeah. Hey guys, thanks again for tuning in. I'm super excited to give you this content. I'm going to give you three reasons why building your own fellowship is crucial to your walk as a believer. So we're going to jump right into it. The first reason that fellowship is crucial to your walk as a believer is this. God made us to do life with others. He didn't make us to do life alone. In fact, he made us, when I say us, I mean men, he made us. And then after he made us, he said this, says, the Lord God said, it's not good for man to be alone. I will make him a helper who is just right for him. And that's Genesis 2.18. So check this out. Right after God made us, he was like, yo, you shouldn't be doing this on your own. Now, we talk about this in the context of marriage. We talk about this as God gave Adam a spouse. But the first part is still true. It's not good for man to be alone. In Hebrews 10, 25, it says, and let us not neglect meeting together as some people do, but encourage one another, especially now that the day of his return is drawing near. We were made to do life together. God made us in his image, right? So check this out. God is father, son, spirit. Even God is a community. How much more should we be in community as God is? Reason number two is this. God uses others to answer my prayers. Romans 12 says, Just as our bodies have many parts, and each part has a special function, so it is with Christ's body. We are many parts of one body, and we all belong to each other. And again, that's Romans 2, 4, and 5. Throughout Scripture, we see that God uses everyday people like you and me to be an answer to someone else's prayer. He often chooses to use us to do the extraordinary, to use us as vessels, to use us to build each other up. About a month or so after I got married, I started experiencing some uh, night terrors from traumatic events that I had as a kid. I was jacked up. It was Saturday night that I was having the crazy dreams. And then um, Sunday I walked into church and I think I was like pale faced throughout the whole uh, time. And I was trying to pray it off. I was trying to shake it off. I was trying to do it on my own and I could not do it. And I saw one of uh, my friends, Esco, in the back. And I went up to him and I just said, hey, man, um, I was having some crazy nightmares last night about stuff that happened in my childhood that I cannot shake. Could you pray for me? And he started praying for me. And within seconds of him praying for me, I got healing that I wouldn't have got if I wasn't connected to the body. See, Esco is part of one of the men's groups that I'm part of. And I know that Esco is a man of faith. So when I was looking for someone to help me pray and shake this stuff off, I went to him knowing that this is someone I can trust who's connected to the heart of God. And as soon as he prayed for me, those things, boom, I got healing in that second. 
It's so important for us to be connected to the body, to be connected to others, and not just on a, hey, I see you level, but on a level that we understand and know where others are at. I was able to go in and tap into something that was in his spirit that gave me healing. It is so important to be connected to the body and to be connected to other people and build fellowship with others because God uses others to answer our prayers. The third reason is this. God uses others to build my faith. In Hebrews 10, it says this. It says, let us think of ways to motivate one another to acts of love and good works. In the second episode of the podcast with Carlos, um, he said something that really stood out to me. He said, good friends push you to become better. Some people only get pushed by things like, uh, what's that saying? Haters are my motivators. Hate ain't going to get you very far. Hate will often bring you down. If you're waiting on someone to hate on you so you can go, ooh, look it, I did it anyway. That's not going to get you very far. But good friends, good relationships, godly relationships, those things will motivate you higher than any haterism could ever get you. All right. So you can take that hater aid and put it somewhere else. Proverbs 1320 says, whoever walks with the wise will become wise, but the companion of fool will suffer harm. Proverbs 2717 says this, as iron sharpens iron, so one person sharpens another. We wrote a song about this back in the day. It says like, it's like iron on iron and steel on steel. Keep each other sharp, true brothers for real. Um, and that's the truth. If you have good people in your life, they will sharpen you. They will make you better. They will encourage you to be the best you that God wants you to be. But if you're not going out of your way to make those relationships, to make those friendships, to build those things in the kingdom, then you won't have them. If you don't try to create them, they usually won't come out of thin air. It might start out of nowhere, but it takes effort and energy to be able to create something that's lasting and bigger than a surface level relationship. God wants us to be in fellowship with each other because he created us for community, because our blessings and our answers to prayers might be in somebody else, and because we help each other build our faith. Hey, thank you guys for listening. I hope you were blessed by this. I know that if you can take these things and really apply them to your life, your life will be changed in an awesome way. And don't forget, on Tuesday, I'm dropping a new episode with Pastor Chito Rosado, and you're going to love it. You're going to be blessed by it, and you're going to be encouraged in your walk and your fellowship. Thanks for tuning in, guys. Thanks for tuning in, guys.